So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hello my name is ben hartley and you are listening to the six figure photography podcast on this show we help you grow your business by winning more bookings maximizing profits and breaking through limiting beliefs. If you would like to get early access months in advance, I'm talking months in advance, people, to future episodes of the podcast and get free coaching from me every single week, head over to benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. That's benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. There's like 23,000 other photographers there. Go join them. I'd love to have you be a part of the community. Today... Today, we're talking about something that is near and dear to my heart because it has helped me in my own businesses. We got Holly Smith with us. And uh, Holly Smith, she's a past wedding and events coordinator, and she felt the pain. Anybody else feeling the pain? She felt the pain of like coming back after working the event that she already worked so hard to get and to foster and to build. She came back from the event just to go back through the whole grinding process again. And she realized that she didn't need to. She built out a team of VAs. We're going to use this term a lot, VAs, virtual assistants to help her grow her own business. And so Holly now helps other creatives uh, build their own businesses with VA teams. She does this through a company, The Genie VA. Holly, welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me. And hi to everyone listening. Yeah, really appreciate you. So, okay, where are we out of right now? We're on video. I know the podcast listeners can't see it. The Mastermind members can. We got a lot of lamps on over there. It's nice and bright here in Ohio. Where, where are you at? It seems like you're on the other side of the world. Yeah, so I'm in Manchester in the UK. Um, recently moved here. So still, I mean, I've got all my lamps. They're all new, so I'm very <laughs> happy with them. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. It's still, it's good energy. It's like nice, warm light. So you started off your business um, as uh, as a wedding coordinator, event coordinator. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So tell me more about that. Um, you know, a lot of the listeners right now they are both wedding photographers, they're portrait photographers. We have a lot of our own experiences working with event coordinators. Um, give me a little bit of a rundown of like running that end of the service business. Like um, before you got into the VAs, um, what all was was kind of being required of you in terms of tasks to manage? Uh, what all were you doing? 
great question. And I love this question um, because I loved the job. I loved what I was doing. Um, so I did. I've been in hospitality for about 10 years, um, sort of in, in different places, really. But I always knew I wanted to get into weddings. And I think like back when I was a teenager, like every teenage girl at one point wants to be a wedding planner. You know, it's just a stereotypical one there. Um, but yeah, I worked in a beautiful like converted barn, like in the British countryside, you mm. know, imagine like thatched roofs and everything. It was, it was gorgeous. Um, and I would do everything from sort of the initial inquiry from when couples would be looking for a venue, we would be the venue and I would sort of show them around. I'd talk to them about their day. I'd help them plan it. So we'd have meetings, um, obviously all the email communication, all the timelines and the schedules, all the admin side of it was also my job. Um, but then running the day as well. So when I got to the stage, I advanced quite quickly in that job. Um, but when I got to the stage of running weddings independently, uh, the photographers would be like my best pal on the day because yeah. we had to be aligned. We had to make sure that we were both on the same page. We were both sticking to the same schedule and yeah, it was, it was great. It was so much fun. I would be there from like the setup in the morning. I'd decorate the venue. I'd see the bride getting ready on site, you know, literally from the morning all the way through till normally about nine, 10 o'clock at night. So things are like quieting down and it was at a stage where I could sort of leave it from there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's where I was before. Uh, and that's what I did for sort of three-ish years. Um, and then COVID hit. So sure. <laughs> that was a big pause. Yeah, absolutely. At what point um, was there a breaking point where the task to be managed uh, became something that you wanted to uh, or maybe even needed to, um, get outsourced. Like, was there a breaking point where you were like, I can't keep doing this on my own? Cause everything you just described pretty much sounded like all the, all the photographers I know are like doing everything that you described. I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounds like uh, a few of the hats that I wear. Was there a breaking point for you? Well, at that stage, I was working like for a company, for a venue. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a whole team. We had, um, you know, a receptionist. We had two wedding and events uh, managers. So it was like me and one other person. Yeah. Um, we had a marketing manager. We had a general manager, like finance department, HR and everything. And even then, it was still so much. There was still so much to do. Mm. Um that we were just kind of always chasing our tails with it um, and trying to catch up. But I wasn't in the position then to be like, oh, I think we should outsource or I think we should be doing things differently um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't, you know, it wasn't my business. Mm -hmm. um, but in my own business now, there's like points where... I know when to outsource, but we might get to that later on. Yeah. I don't know where you want to, want to, <laughs> there's so many ways we could take it. Hole. <laughs> well, yeah, let's uh, listen. Rabbit holes are great things. So, um, so you left that company and, and you, you started the genie VA. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, who are primarily the, um, the businesses that you're working with? 
So now I'm working with um, wedding and elopement photographers primarily. Um, I do have some other clients as well that I've had since I started because when I first started my business, I didn't really know who I wanted to serve and Mm -hmm. what I wanted to offer. I knew I kind of wanted to go down the wedding route because I love it so much. And I'd got all this experience and I didn't want to sort of waste it and head in a completely different direction. Um, But now it's, it's wedding and elopement photographers. I got one one of my first clients was a wedding and elopement photographer and I just absolutely fell in love with her business. And I was like, yeah, this is who I want to serve. Um, And I sort of thought, okay, I've got the knowledge about the wedding industry, but also the ability to take care of those backend tasks too, because I've got the experience of doing the admin side of weddings, as well as doing all the trainings that I did to become a VA. Mm-hmm. Well, in your experience, what do you notice as maybe the one or two uh, biggest pain points um, that you're hearing photographers express? Oh, good question. Um, honestly, I think being stuck, being stuck in that inbox or basically mm-hmm. feeling like before they've even got out on location, their day's kind of like thrown off because of the unpredictable, um, you know, emails, you can never predict how many inquiries are going to come in one day. You can never predict how many people are going to ask a question at the same time. And sometimes, you know, waking up and looking into emails and realizing, oh my God, I've got 50 emails to reply to, but I've also got a wedding to shoot today. And then instantly you're kind of feeling anxious and overwhelmed and just dread. (laughs) Holly, can you get out of my head right now? Can you just, can you step out of... Uh, I feel that I feel that so much. I think that that's a common pain point that like, um, I think many of us are in box, not all of us, many of us are in box. It tends to run our day. It's like, it, it becomes this interruption of where we're like, we're constantly, we're never, I don't say never, but we're so often working in the business because the mailbox is determining our hours. It's determining our tasks. It's determining what we need to be doing, quote, need to be doing. Um, and we're not working on the business. Um, that's what I'm hearing you say. It's kind of like, uh, we're just kind of stuck. We're locked up in, in our email. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think also knowing as well that there's all these other tasks you want to do or like professional development that you want to do in the back of your mind. And it just keeps getting pushed down the list because actually your time, there's just no time. Um, I think that's that's the biggest thing. As, as much as as general as time is, and not having enough time is, it's actually quite a big deal. Like not having enough time, mm-hmm. um, because you can't you can't do the things you want to do, and you can't spend time working on your goals and you know developing. Yeah. So with many photographers, I'm I'm sure you're used to this. You know, like. Um, this is the this is the typical pattern that I see. Um, uh, usually, someone's they're like this isn't everybody. But usually, someone's like they're working a day job. They're like doing the thing, and um, they're interested in, in photography, and and uh, and so they, they 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 get a camera for Christmas or maybe a birthday or maybe they go buy it on their own, right? Uh, with that day job money, that good old day job money. I love that money, and uh, and they start doing the thing, and it's a lot of fun. 
And then usually, it, you know, some delinquent asks them um, to photograph their family or their kid or their wedding. Or maybe it's like a family friend, you know, like someone that they know is like, hey, would you do this thing? And, and they begrudgingly say yes. And then another person asks and another person asks. And eventually they're like, I should probably start charging money for this thing. And then suddenly this thing that like, they don't even know how they got into it. They don't even know how they stumbled their way there. It now, uh, it's like, um, it's, it's incredibly precious. Uh, they look at what they've accomplished. They look at the money that this brought in. They leave the day job and they're like, this thing, I built this thing. This is crazy. I get to take pictures. I get to do what I love. People are going to pay me money for it. And it becomes so incredibly dear to them that to let go of anything, um, to have anybody be involved, uh, can be a pretty big barrier to overcome. Um, what do you say to that photographer? To the photographer that's feeling nervous to let go of tasks? Yeah. They're like, man, yeah. I think I like only I can do this thing. You know, yeah. like this is, I do it so well. Like, I don't know if I could relinquish that control over to somebody else. So I like to stick with three words, like as simple as it is, and it's we get it. So we've been, like, well, I personally have been there in terms of understanding what your clients need. And, you know, couples, especially for wedding photographers, like couples, this is the biggest day of their lives. So every interaction needs to be thoughtful. It needs to be, you know, guiding and helping them and showing that you really care about them. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's difficult to understand how couples can be when they're getting married, if you've never been married or never been around someone who's getting married. But it's it's like life and death. It's like the most important thing that's going on. Um, but also we get it because we're also business owners. So I have outsourced tasks and I have felt that nervousness of, oh, this is someone else in my business. You know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> but, you know, growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone and, you know, nothing's going to change in your business if you don't change anything. Um, and we always make sure to dig like really deep into your business and get to know you, your processes, look at how you talk to clients, look at your terminology, like what kind of vibe have you got going on? Do you talk to your clients like they're your best mate or are you more formal or, you know, and just not rushing into anything really. We have quite an in-depth like onboarding process, um, you know, questionnaires and a, and a call as well. Well, a couple of calls to kind of really dig deep into each person's business and make sure that we're serving them in the way that they kind of envision it mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So it sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a stab at restating what you said, and then you mm -hmm. tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> you correct me. You're like, no, well, no, but it's not really that. Well, what I'm hearing you say is like, there's, there's a, there's, um, there's a process of, of, like learn, like mm, there's a process of becoming a part of that person's business. I'm hearing you say like to understand like what is a business's voice, their values, their current process and, um, learning it before just like, um, pulling the levers. Yes. Is that it? I, 
I agree with that. Some people may disagree with that, but that's the relationship that I want with my clients. Other VAs might do it differently, um, but that's the relationship I want uh, because each client, like uh, maybe that's just the way I am. Like I, I like to be quite personal and be like, their success is my success Mm -hmm. and just be there to sort of cheer them on too. Um, And I feel like having a VA is like having a team member to like come in and brainstorm with and knowing that there's someone you can trust there to help you with your business. Like I've had clients say that, you know, it's just nice to have someone to Mm. like brain dump with and on and just have someone kind of like make sense of it all and put it into like an action plan um yeah just yeah i think many photographers listening to this right now they probably currently view vas as a bit of like a as a luxury, like as i I'm going to pamper myself. Like I'm going to, I'm going to take like self care, you know, like I'm going to relieve some of the stress in my life, some of the overwhelm, some of the worry. And, um, and it's a luxury that I'm going to, uh, afford. And, and that's kind of the stop point for them. It's like, well, if you're doing really well, sure, hire a VA and then outsource, and then you won't feel as much stress. I think many, many listeners probably would, would view it that way. Uh, I'm curious, though, if there's something beyond that. Like, if it isn't just about making our current life better through, through like, removing overwhelm and removing stress, but is there another element of actually, like, growth where maybe this doesn't just um, become an expense at the end of the year, but, but it could actually create greater profits for us. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's a great question. And I was actually, um, reading, I saw a quote on your website that I absolutely loved. Um, that, I mean, it wasn't a quote, but it was like a snippet of something Hmm. that, you know, that the most successful creatives in the nation didn't get to where they are alone. Mm-hmm. And I know that's about working with you <laughs> or anybody. Um, I also, yeah, I was I'm biased. Say, I, just, <laughs> I wanted to apply it here as well because you can't, I don't think you can do everything alone. And in terms of like growth, we, I mean, I, even though it wasn't a wedding photographer, um, one of my other clients, she feels like she's been able to specialize into an area that, she's been wanting to sort of do for ages but hasn't had the time so like freeing up the time for her Mm. allowed her to then have time to go on courses to then specialize and now she's working with people and charging much more um because she's able to you know, she was able to do that training. She was then able to provide a better service for her existing clients and also then market herself to a different clientele and then charge more money. Mm -hmm. So that kind of led to that. And in terms of growth, you know, as well as income growth, it's also, um, you know, personal growth because you're working with the people you really want to work with and not just taking any work you can get, um, which I think is really important mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like 
they would have time as well. Like your booked solid course, for example, they might not feel like, oh, there's no time. I've got no time to take that. Like, yeah, I want to do it, but I haven't got, you know, when am I supposed to fit that in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as much as it is kind of taking tasks off, I mean, other things like, sorry, I'm rambling here. This is great. But other, th- <laughs> other things are... um like blogging and social media and things like that. Like blogging is quite a long game and it's one of the most time consuming things. It can be one of the most time consuming things, but actually that's then increasing SEO on your website, you know, which could get more leads and get more inquiries and basically get you booked more. Mm -hmm. And the more, the more booked out you are, you can then increase your increase your prices because you've got less availability. And if you don't have time to like collect reviews and testimonials, they're huge for landing clients. Um, I know I whenever I go anywhere, I read the reviews. <laughs> so it's kind of like if you don't have any reviews and testimonials because you haven't had time to collect them but we collect them and we get it organized and get it sorted and get them published somewhere, get them out there. More people are going to find you. Um, same with social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, at one point, um, we were, you know, we did over a hundred weddings and uh, there's no way that would have ever happened without having VAs also help in the process, you know, um, having VAs, um, uh, help us. And there's a number of areas that we were having help. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, I mean, that's how we were doing everything that we were doing, you know, on top of it too, you mentioned book solid, you know, you mentioned like, well, having a VA would give you the time to jump into the course and like actually consume the information. Honestly, a lot of photographers will even, um, the course is so like step-by-step it, it's it becomes like an SOP, like a standard operating procedure. So like a lot of, a lot of photographers actually even like give it, like, hey, VA, I want you to go watch this section on Pinterest. He goes to the entire thing step by step. Go watch that portion of the course and then go execute it. You know, because it's really, it's like, a, it's literally step by step playbook. And so a lot of people use the course even to give their VAs and be like, hey, go do this part of it. Go do this part on SEO. Go do this part on Instagram. This will become a new part of your weekly tasks is to do some prospecting on Instagram using this process, you know, outlined in the course. And so it's also a, a different way to approach it. But that's, yeah, it's really cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. That's really cool. Yeah. So let's like talk that. about that. Um, tasks to outsource. You know, when we're talking to photographers about outsourcing, obviously it's like the two big ones that come up are outsource your editing, outsource your bookkeeping. Those are the first two that I would say. It's like number one, number two. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the areas that a photographer listening to this right now should consider um, also outsourcing outside of these things, maybe to a VA? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, uh, just to touch on editing that I really want to get into this, mm-hmm. um, because I won't pretend I know anything about photography. Honestly, I, I admire, I mean, I I've started learning about photography because of who I'm working with, but I definitely think, you know, it's a create, you know, your creatives and, yeah, I really want to learn editing anyway, because I know it's a massive pain point. Um, but I also know that that's like, that's your final piece of work. So that's like something very difficult to kind of outsource. But anyway, other tasks. Um, so we kind of offer these as well, but I don't want to be like promo here, but 
admin tasks mainly. So like responding to emails, drafting out emails, like workflow. So HoneyBook, I absolutely love HoneyBook um, and Dubsado and things like that. Like checking things off and making sure that the workflows are being carried out and letting you know of anything that needs actioning. Some people, some clients like set us up responding as them and then other clients will say can you respond as you and just acknowledge that the emails come in or if it's like an FAQ you can literally respond to it and say I hope this helps let me know if you need anything else because I don't think couples mind who it is responding to their email as long as they're getting the answer that they need Mm. and as long as it's not like misleading information, as long as it's accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, So some clients will provide like a list of FAQs, like here's what I get asked all the time and I'm typing out all the time and I don't need to be and we can just go into that and do Mm -hmm. it for them. Um, so social media as well, like scheduling, coming up with ideas for reels and researching, you know, people you could do like Instagram lives with finding out hashtags, like engagement, engaging with couples, all sorts of stuff on social media. Like it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, blogging as well, which we've already touched on and, and email marketing as well. I think, staying in touch with your couples throughout the whole process is really important because it's like you're giving them tips as they're going through because planning a wedding it must be well from talking to I'm not married so I don't know but from talking to couples before it it seems very overwhelming trying to plan a wedding and I think having a little email land in their inbox from their photographer saying here look I've got some top tips here like this is what I can help you with is really helpful and then even after you've finished working with them you know after you've shot their wedding you can still email them afterwards and like let them know of any updates that are going on Mm -hmm. any offers you've got you know they might want family photos or like portraits down the line so keeping that relationship going you know it's a continual business really um but again email marketing is quite time consuming um so yeah Um, also uh sorry no please Um, also helping with like templates on your CRM platform. So Mm -hmm. sometimes, um, like one of my clients sometimes is like, Oh, how shall I word this? Like I I want an outside perspective and we're kind of able to provide that because of, you know, knowledge within the industry, but also seeing what they've already come up with. And it's nice to kind of mesh the two together. So I heard you say, I'm going to re, I'm going to rehash it here. I heard you say, um, so email marketing, um, well, well, before I get to email marketing, just email correspondence. So like lead generation, uh, converting that kind of stuff. Um, I heard that, I heard you say blogging, we already hit on, um, your Mm -hmm. social media, both scheduling, brainstorming, creating reels, ideas, that kind of content ideas, captions is my guess. Um, and then actual email marketing, um, both from like an outbound standpoint, but also, um, it sounds like from your CRM. So like creating your email campaigns and building out the CRMs. Did I, um, I'm trying to think if I, if I summarized all of them, did I miss any there? No, that was right. Sorry. Okay. I, you, you've like snipped it. I rambled. No, that's so. good. good. Uh, you didn't good. ramble. You just provided more context to it. I just like to kind of wrap it in a bow at the end, just to kind of hit yeah. on the main points. Um, so this, these are good. Is there anything that you're like, yeah, hold up. 
you you may not want to be outsourcing that to a VA. Is there anything you feel like is like off territory? Don't outsource this to a VA. Some people have tried, some people have, but you don't maybe recommend it. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, okay. So taking calls and making calls, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know how anyone does that. I've heard, I mean, maybe it wasn't in the same industry, but I've heard of people offering that, but mm-hmm. I, I think when you're talking to couples, you know, and building that relationship, if they're talking to someone that's not you, it kind of defeats the whole object. Um, but I don't know if it's, it might work for some people, mm-hmm. but I've never tried it or come across it before. Um, I've done it. I, have you? Oh my God, for better or for worse, I've it. done it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to hear about this. Okay. Should we talk about it now or no? <laughs> yeah, how, how did that work? Well, I'm let's. Curious. we should we should be a little bit clear here. Because like, okay. um, it wasn't someone uh, who was outside of the studio. So it wasn't like a virtual assistant doing it. Um, it was someone okay. in-house. So I, you know, I have, uh, I've had five photographers and during that process, I've, you know, um, myself and then my partner, Ben, two Bens, I know, um, we've, we've been booking everybody. So we, we do okay. the phone calls, even consultations, booking out other photographers. So it's a little bit more common practice when you're getting into the larger studio models, you know, where you've got associate photographers, you've got like a bigger thing happening. I agree with you when you're, when it's like, the the hyper personalized brand uh solopreneur type of thing it it definitely has challenges you know i also know that um there's an incredible um well photographer but also um like sales <laughs> woman uh michaela michaela jade harris uh, if you don't know of Michaela, she runs the Photographer Society. Love her community. Um, but her main focus is on helping photographers sell artwork. But she now has a service that she she outsources uh, the selling of artwork, like of printed artwork after the wedding or after the portrait session. And so she, yeah. like the photographer, will go and do the portrait session. And then she and her team will actually sell the client printed artwork afterwards virtually. So they're doing like a VA, like a sales thing. It's, it's kind of pretty, yeah. it's pretty wild what they're doing. They're getting great results from it, but I, I definitely check out, um, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want to outsource selling print, go check out Michaela. She's, she's incredible. She's my girl. Yeah. I'm going to have a look at it afterwards actually, because that sounds like such a good idea. Um, but I think, yeah, if you've got associate photographers, like someone that works like for you, mm-hmm. it, probably I guess like an employee is sure yeah like yeah, yeah. A, yep. then yeah hundred percent um I think it's just because with us like we because we work with multiple clients it's kind of more difficult to um I don't know give that personal touch yeah um, absolutely over, over email definitely yep. but I mean if I rang someone up um in, in America they'd be like who is this one <laughs> it would cost me a bomb but two it would, it would be um who are you <laughs> Uh, so yeah, definitely wouldn't work for me, but a lot of my, like both my team members I've got on at the minute, they're both in actually one's in Canada and one's in, um, in the U S. So, I mean, it, it could be possible down the line. It's kind of, if it became something that was in high demand, I'd find a way like to make it work. Maybe. I love it. <laughs> Consider it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there anything else though? That's, um, you know, I, again, I took us on a, I derailed us there a little bit. I apologize. Anything else that you're like, Hey, you should probably focus on that. 
Hmm. I think, I think with the photography, like obviously you're the photographer and you're going to do that and you're probably going to do the editing as well, like all of the, all of that side of things. But I feel like with the back end, all the back end tasks, like you don't have to be doing. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's always good to work together. So I'm doing blog writing for one of my clients right now. And she kind of goes in and outlines what she wants to say and kind of puts the main points in there and says like, this is, this is my point. This is what I want to cover. And <laughs> she's actually, before I started working with her, when she looked at my website, she actually wanted to work with me because she said that my copy on my website sounded exactly the way that she talks. Mm. Um, minus a few English, um, words that <laughs> the transition there so I've had to get used to start starting to say American sayings instead of English sayings um but she wants me to write her blog post because I I sound like her mm-hmm. but if if you're in a position where someone doesn't really have the same tone as you I think it's good to work as a team going in lining out kind of what you want and what you're expecting and what you want to put across and then someone like fleshing it out for you because I think especially with blogging putting out the main points and like summarizing it and then having someone come in and like fill it all out and then format it you know add the images like all this other stuff you don't have to be doing like you can just do minimal things of these other tasks and still be involved with them but just not have to do all the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're pretty like, yeah, everything again, correct me if I'm wrong, more or less, it seems like, yeah, most things are on the table. It's like, yeah. Okay. So maybe your editing is like something that's precious. Uh, maybe it is that one-to-one communication. Like we were saying, phone calls, consultations, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe photographing as well. Um, but most else you're pretty much like, yeah, you should probably consider, uh, taking that off your plate. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Because if you if you're like a business, uh, I mean you are, <laughs> but it's I think it's a transition between solopreneur and business owner, because to start with you do do everything yourself, and then as a business owner, you you wouldn't do everything yourself. So mm-hmm. why you know why should you be doing all of those tasks? Yeah. So, uh, working with a VA. Outside of the country versus in your own country. Uh, and I'm even now speaking to, like, I know you're in the UK. I'm here in the States. Many listeners are the States. Many listeners are all over the place. But um, I'm even talking about, like, um, you know, outside of both of our countries. Do you have any in, any feedback on, you know, VA positions are, are really popular overseas. Um, a lot of VAs are overseas. Um Many are also here in your own country as well. Do you have any thoughts or feedback on um, pros, cons uh, to that type of work? Yeah, definitely. There's there's VAs everywhere. Um, there's photographers everywhere. <laughs> um, working with a VA, not in your home country, I think there's a few things you need to consider. So obviously whether their first language is English because that can be a huge quite a big block um, depending on what they're doing for you because it's just, you know, although 
pretty much everyone knows English, but it's just the wording and writing and it, it can be difficult. The nuance. Also, it's like, yeah, tone and it's yeah. the subtleties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even, even words. I, things I thought were, were like normal things to say, even in England, are just so different in America. Hmm. Um, so I think for someone whose first language isn't English, would, it would just be even harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's possible. And, you know, pricing especially varies a lot depending on where you're looking to hire from. And I think time zone is very important as well, whether you mind what time zone they're in or what yeah. their working hours are. And as well, legalities. So making sure that they've kind of got like business insurance, whether they're legit, you know, whether you can, whether you feel like you can trust them with your business. So for me, you know, and Europe, we've got this whole GDPR stuff that we have to abide by. Whereas in the US, that's just like not, even, it doesn't even seem to be a thing, which has been a big adjustment for me. Um, so I've had to get my contracts looked over and changed and, and everything. So it's making sure that the legalities also are in line. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Um, Holly, thanks for being here. This has been really cool. This has been awesome. Um, do you have any, uh, do you have any places that you would like to, uh, if anyone's interested in like, yeah, maybe I should, maybe I should consider this whole VA thing. Um, where can, where can folks find you online? So I hang out mainly on Instagram. So I would love for people to come and say hi on there and let me know they'd listen to the episode and sort of any questions or what their favorite part was i always love to hear back um so yeah instagram i'm just at the genie va and then my website is www.thegenieva.com love it holly thank you so much for being here with us today podcast listeners thank you for tuning in this is something that if um if what you already have is working if you're already slaying the game and you're trying to figure out how to scale, uh, this can be a big part of that equation. All right. I appreciate you so much. Can't wait to see you over in the mastermind group. Until then, keep showing up.